If you have your Bibles, turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. It's so good to have everyone in the house tonight. I see several guests here tonight, and we're thankful for that. Brother and Sister Owens, it's so good to see you all tonight. Amen. Let's let them know that we're glad to see them tonight in the house of the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. It's good to see my father-in-law and mother-in-law. What a surprise tonight. I don't think that I have anything to do with them being here tonight. It probably has something to do with Sage so and Sadie. And so it's good to have my nanny here tonight too. Amen. I thank God for her. Amen. Amen. And all of our other guests tonight, I may not know your name or have seen you come in, but we're thankful that you are here tonight with us. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And I am not going to be, uh, I'm not going to have a lengthy text tonight. But we're going to read verses 8 and 9, and we'll be reading from the ESV, believe it or not, tonight. And so uh, you can read it in the King James. I promise you it is almost uh, really close to the same. So all good. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. We're persecuted, but we're not forsaken. We are struck down, but not destroyed. Would you set your Bibles down, and would you, before you're seated, would you lift your hands towards heaven one more time? Lord, tonight we love you in this house, and we're thankful for your presence. We're thankful that you are a powerful prayer-answering God. You are a God who knows all, Lord, and you're well able tonight. You know every individual that's in this house, Lord. You see every need that is present in this room. I pray tonight, O oh God, that your word, your word is anointed and it is forever settled. You said that heaven and earth would pass away, but your word would stand. And Lord, tonight I pray that that same anointing would rest in this house. Lord, I pray that I would only say what you would have for me to say, nothing more, nothing less tonight, O oh God. I pray in the name of Jesus that you would do the work, God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Why don't you look at two or three people, turn around and tell two or three people, I might be struck down, but I am not destroyed. Have you ever had a day that you had it all scheduled out? Brother Hunter, have you ever been at work and you've had a day that is all scheduled out and everything that you know, you've got a list and you know at 7.45, we're taking a break. At 8 o'clock, pre-break, 9 o'clock, pre-lunch, you get the drift. You have a list of things. You have a list of things that you are planning on getting accomplished and having accomplished in your day. And all of a sudden, things that are going well begin to be like almost like dominoes set up on a table. And all of a sudden, one thing goes wrong, and the other thing goes wrong, and something else goes wrong. And before you know it, it's easy for us to say, woo. We either say, ooh, uh, 
this day has not gone as planned. I didn't get anything done that I needed to get done. Or we say, oh, I have had a bad day. And sometimes we have those types of days. And sometimes we have those types of weeks. Sometimes we have those types of months. And Brother Owen, sometimes we have those types of years. And it feels like that the things that should go right, that have went right for the last 10 years, now something is wrong. The Apostle Paul begins to speak, and he begins to talk to the church of Corinth. He begins to tell them, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show the surpassing power. That surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. He begins to tell the people in that hour, he begins to tell the church, and tonight I've come to speak to every individual that's in this house, but I particularly come to talk to people that feel as if what you are facing and what you are going through and what you are having to endure seems as if it is never going to change and seems as if it is never going to end. The Apostle Paul said, we are we have this treasure in jars of clay, just our humanity. We have this great gift of God. Something that can be marred and something that can be uh, broken, something that can be bruised, something that can be wounded. But we have that so that it is to show the surpassing power that surpasses Surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed. We're perplexed, but not driven into despair. We're persecuted, but not forsaken. We're struck down, but not destroyed. It, is, it has amazed me since I have been old enough to understand what it means for people to go through things and have to endure things, Brother Uzel. It has amazed me to see the endurance of people. People that, and we could begin to list off people even in this room tonight that if anyone would have a right to have said, you know, you know, I, I, tonight's just not a good night for me or this is not a good hour or a good season for me, um, you might even have almost a legitimate excuse tonight because of the way that things are going and the way that things are transpiring in your life. But I can remember at such a young age watching people who would have things, different things going on and different circumstances going on in their lives. But to watch how they would endure pain and say, uh-uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to push just a little bit more. I'm going to go ahead and I, I, I'm, going to, I'm going to go ahead and I have come this far and I'm not going to stop now. Now, Brother Hunter brought out a little something for us tonight, a little uh, object. Is this called an object? An object lesson. Now, I want to tell you something about this. Does anybody recognize what this is? What is it? That's exactly right. Now, I want to give a couple of disclaimers here. This, ba this uh, 
They call it a bop bag now. But we called them little punching bags. I thought I was fixing to go into the ring, and I would have one of these little guys right here. I want to tell you a couple of things about this, Brother Joe Riley. The, true, the, the saying is true, they don't make things the way that they used to. This is not made like they used to be made. I found that out this afternoon. I was amazed that all of the wokeness still allowed these to be in the store. But here it was. So I found it and I grabbed it. It was only one, right? It was only one. And um, they don't come with a weight in the bottom anymore. You have to put your own weight in there. So a little disclaimer. I put the cleanest thing I could think to put in there. And it was a brand new bottle from Walmart of kitty litter. Tidy kitty. So, so if this would burst tonight, and it's not going to by faith, don't worry. It's just it's unused tidy kitty or whatever that's called. And so um, the reviews were on stars from 1 to 5, and this had a 1.2 rating. And this is why. You see that? They leak air. And so they're not made like they used to be. Go ahead. Would you do that before we go into our... Now, this is going to be the best part of your night right here. There we go. See there? Good as new. That is a good youth pastor for you right there. Amen? Amen. And this, just give me a minute, I promise you, and I'd say this a lot, but my notes are not long tonight because I don't, I don't even have any uh, except what the Lord has given me, okay? So don't worry about that. But just another disclaimer, I tried. I tried to put tape on this today, Brother Uzel. Actually, Brother Hunter started it. Sister Tina finished it. And we found out that if you put tape on one of these, it messes the balance up because they're so, because I was trying to tape over Spider-Man. That's Spider-Man. I'm sorry if that offends anybody, but I got the approval tonight from the pastor, <laughs> and so it's all, it's all good, but we tried to tape over him, but then he stood like this, and when we punched him, it didn't work, and so we needed this to work tonight, but what I can remember, Brother Joe, about having one of these was is that you could do anything to this, okay? Now, this is not made like they used to be made because I could have, when I was a kid, you could have wound this thing up, Brother Burke, and you could have thrown this thing as far as you wanted to throw it, and guess what it would have done? It would have stood up. I'm going to tell you, we've renamed him tonight, and uh, he's not Spider-Man. We're going to call him Brother Freddy. And... uh Brother Freddie has some issues, but he made it into the house. Now, I'm going to put another little disclaimer in here for all y'all that think, boy, this is cute, but what am I doing here tonight? Now, I'm going to tell you what you're doing here tonight. God's going to touch you in a great way tonight. If you allow him to look past the facade of all of the things that we think that we've got straight in our lives and say, God, tonight I need you to do something to me. I need you to minister to me. God's going to do it tonight. Amen? Amen. So when I had one of these, I better come back up here. 
the safe zone. Does, do y'all feel better when it's like that or like this? Okay, doesn't matter, okay. So when I was a kid, you could hit this thing. It worked. You could work, see? But now, this is lightly compared to what I would do. But we would do this to them. Wait a minute, Freddie feels a witness in the house. And no matter how much you hit this thing, it just came back up. And if I got down like this and I held, be careful there, and I put, I'm pretending, because you could back then put all your weight on them, but I'm, I'm not going to do that right now. You could hold it down as long as you wanted to stay down, but before you could get back up, Freddie would be back up. And if you left the room for two or three days and went uh, on a vacation somewhere and you slept and you rested and you sat and you did all that, you could walk back in the room and Freddie would still be there standing. And you could walk in and say, Freddie, you must be tired. With a little bit of help, he got right back up. Hey, man, he's running out of air again, brother. If you could air him up. There are things in our lives that push us. Now, we may see a miracle here in just a second up there. If We have him blow that up too many times. There are things in our lives that put pressure on us. I put pressure on that for just a few minutes, and it begins. There's a little, there's, there's these little, it's so thin Sister Lewis, those things are so thin. No telling where that thing's made at, but it's just so thin that the least little bit of pressure that you put on it, it loses a little bit of its air. And we face things and we go through things in life that put pressure on us, that press on us. We're just an earthen vessel. We're just a vessel that's made out of clay. We're just made out of spittle and dirt is really what we are made of. Our makeup is not. It is complex because he spoke it that way, but it's really simple ingredients, Brother Jake. And so there are things that you can do to me physically that can hurt me. There are things that you can do to me that can affect me. You can hit me in the eye. You better be a fast runner. But you can hit me in the eye and it will affect for a little while probably my perception of how I can see. And there are things in the spirit and there are things that just in life that come against us, that affect us, that put pressure on us, that hit us. The adversary, the scripture says that he is like a roaming lion seeking whom he may devour. He is always looking for your weakest spot. It's like certain illnesses. It's like uh, some that were affected with COVID. If you had a weak area uh, in your in your body, it would sometimes try to go to that area and affect that, okay? Um, and so the enemy is always looking for a weak spot because that's how the adversary, that's how the enemy works. 
works. He never fights fair. But the fight is always fixed in your favor. And so he's always looking around and he's trying to figure out if I push him that way, uh, he got back up. So I'm going to try a different uh, uh, way of doing it. And so I'm going to push him forward. And, and, and I, can't, I can keep him down for just a moment, but there's something inside of him. It doesn't have anything to do with how he feels. It doesn't have to have, it doesn't have anything to do with even how his 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 perception of the current uh, things that are around him that are going on because it really has very little to do with the very makeup of Freddie, but it's what's inside. It's what's inside of him. I said it's what's inside of him that gives him uh, the endurance uh, to get back up again. You can push me, you can prod at me, and you may knock the air out of me, and I may need for a temporary moment to be fixed, uh, but there's a breath from heaven tonight. I said there is a breath from heaven tonight that says, you may feel afflicted. You may feel pushed down. You may feel persecuted by the things that are around you and the things that are going on, but you will not be destroyed tonight. Am I talking to an apostolic church tonight that knows? You go ahead and hit me with your best shot, but I will. I will get back up. You may throw me and it may look like it's all over, but you don't count me down. I may look temporarily displaced, but I'm a child of God. And what I found out about old Freddie back in the day, especially the old 1.0 Freddie, was this, that Freddie could take a licking keep on ticking. And let me tell you something, I got tired much quicker than I could ever keep old Freddie down. And the Apostle Paul said, you may feel like everything is going on. You may feel crushed. There are people in this room today that you are facing things. You're facing circumstances. You have stuff that is going on, and you feel like, is this really it? But can I tell you that sometimes a delay... Sometimes a delay, sometimes the crushing, sometimes the thing that you're facing that makes you feel like it is over, it is finished, it is ordained by God. That's why from the Old Testament to the New Testament, they could rehearse and they could proclaim and they could affirm to one generation to the next that what the enemy meant for evil... He always has a way of turning it around and picking it back up. He needs some air again. And picking it back up when he needs help. The Apostle Paul said this. He said, uh, he said, we're always carrying the body of death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. For we who live are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus also may be manifest in our mortal flesh. What is he saying? He's saying we've had, if we read between the lines, he's saying, hey, we got a lot of stuff that's going on. 
we got a lot of stuff that's pushing us. We've got a lot of stuff, and if I was to go around this room and we could be candid, we could be completely honest tonight, and we felt safe in saying it and being transparent. There are many in this room that the enemy would tempt and say, hey, if you just would turn it off right now, if you would just look to the left or look to the right instead of looking towards the prize for a moment, all of this pain, all of this anguish, all of this crushing, all of the things that you feel like have are trying to destroy you, they would stop. Can I tell you that is a lie from the adversary because last time I checked, Last time I checked, anything and everything that I face or you face as a child of the king has to go through. Cross. I want to do X, Y, and Z to Hunter Hudson. the adversary, the devil, and he can stand this close to Hunter, but until what he wants to do, and you hear me right now and you believe what you want to believe, but until he is able to cross through, why do you say that? I say that because of this. Well, I can, I can show you Old Testament, but let's just go to the New Testament. There's a blood that is around him. Come here, Hunter. There's a blood line that is around him. There's something that's circled around Brother Hunter tonight. And the adversaries, the scripture says that he is like a roaming lion seeking whom he may devour. But he's a lion that's in a cage. And he wants to go around and he makes little prods at, hey, hey, Hunter. Open the gate, cross, cross over the blood. But can I tell you that the things, anything that he faces, anything that he's faced, and anything that he will face if he's staying in the will of God and he's staying covered under the blood. Now, you hear me right now. If he's staying in the will of God and if he's staying uh, submitted to, to, to his pastor, if he's staying submitted to the voice of God and he's staying under the blood, doesn't matter what comes his way. Doesn't matter what is spelled out on the page. Somebody in this house might not believe me tonight, but I'm going to be not. There is nothing that the adversary can write or prescribe for you that does not have to go through and across the desk of heaven. So I have good news for you. You asked Job. Job said in his last days, I'm going to put a crown on my head. And everything that the enemy said he was going to do, that crown is going to prove something opposite to that. And so tonight, you may be facing some things. You may feel like that you're running out of air, like Freddie's running out of air tonight. But I've got good news for you. You're not walking alone. You're not standing alone. You're not going through this alone. Oh, I wish somebody in this house that's been through a couple of things would just stand up and begin to declare it in this house tonight. You're not walking through this thing alone. You may feel like the wind has been beat out of you. Oh, if the musicians would come and that the enemy is holding you like this. But can I tell you, there's a solid rock. I said there's a solid rock that you're standing on. That if the ages could have moved, the ages would have moved it. If the adversary could have moved it and crumbled it, he would have crumbled it.
but I'm standing on the rock. I'm standing on the rock tonight. I'm standing on a firm I'm standing on a firm foundation. You hear me right now? The Apostle Paul would say this. Since we have the same spirit and faith according to what has been written, I believed and so I spoke. We also believe. and So we also speak. What is he saying? He's saying after we have been through everything that we have been through. Can I tell you tonight, there's people in this room, you feel like, and I'm holding on. I'm barely holding on. Can I tell you tonight that in this house, help is here. Your miracle is in this room tonight. I said your miracle is in this room tonight. I'm going to put a pause on it and not try to sound ugly tonight. But you need to stop discounting how simple this sounds. And realize that God. That before the foundations were ever in existence, Hunter Hudson, XYZ month, XYZ day, XYZ year is going to be born. And there are things that are going to go on in his life, and there are things that are going to transpire. But I've seen it from the beginning to the end. And the steps of a good man, of a righteous. What's the scripture say about the righteous man? The righteous man falls. Mm. He falls down. I got good news for you. Now, Freddie looks like he's out for the count. Let's see if he is. Well, he's just about there. But it looks like he's down. It looks like it's finished. It looks like it's over. And then the hand of Almighty God says, You're struck down, but you're not destroyed. Your great, you hear me right now, your greatest moment is not last year, it's not last month, it's not last Monday. Your greatest hour is ahead of you and not behind you. You hear me right now? We may, we are. I understand the time. I understand the hour in which we live in and we get to see and we get to experience and we get to be in. But I've come to tell you with assuredness. Until he calls you away or decides to call you away in some other way. Your greatest hour is not back there somewhere. It's not when you felt like, wait a minute, I, had, I felt like I had full steam. I felt like I was full. I felt like that there was nothing lacking. I felt like that there was nothing that I could not do. I felt like there was nothing that could hit me, and I, and I, and I wasn't able to come back up. I was always able to get back up, but now I feel like that I'm on my knees. I feel like that I'm not able to walk, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew. I've come to tell someone in this house, the Apostle Paul said, what would, I'm going to tell you what he was really saying. He was really saying, it's not important how you start. It's really not important how strong you were in your teens and in your 20s and maybe in your 30s and into your 40s. <laughs> 
It's not really important how much enduring power and how fast you work. But the scripture, Jesus is saying, who can endure? Who can endure? Will you endure? And the apostle Paul says, we're just clay. We're just mortal man. We're just made with things that are going to pass away. But what is inside of us is an eternal hope. What is inside of us is him. He said, so we do not lose our, for it is all for your sake. So that as grace extended to more and more people, it makes increased thanksgiving to the glory of God. So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasted away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. Paul said, you might have been strong then. You may have had some great endurance. Paul knew about endurance. But the things that you are facing that feel like an eternity, oh, no, they're not. Sometimes they're just a delay. I didn't even get to half of what I was going to say tonight, but sometimes they're just a delay in what God is speaking and in what God is saying. What are you trying to say tonight? I'm going to round it into this. It's time for us to stop looking at the moment, at our, at our present. It's time for us to fix our eyes on what is happening. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say, if I'll align myself, Sister Lewis, with the will of God, been reminded of this just not long ago when I remember her saying this, my, gram, my great-grandmother saying this, but God does not make any mistakes, and his timing is always right. And so that means if I'm facing something or if I'm going through something, as I said a moment ago, it has already passed through the hands. It's passed the desk Already tonight of a God, the psalmist would say, that does not sleep. He does not slumber. He does not take a vacation. He does not take a day off. He doesn't call in sick. But he's an ever-present help in the time of trouble. Paul said, for this light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient. They're just for a moment. But the things that are unseen are eternal. I guess what I'm trying to say tonight is you have inside of you what it takes Jesus help him right now 
because you have come into a place. Now, we can feel his presence anywhere, but you decided to come into this house on this night. Oh, my Lord. Write this down, somebody. At 610, on the 19th day of November, 2023, and you feel like that the wind has been beat out of you and been knocked out of you and pushed out of you and punctured out of you. But as you come into this place, I said it a moment ago, I hope you believe what I believe, and if you don't, I'm sorry. But we didn't wait on him to come into this room tonight. But I came into this house with an expectation. I come into this house tonight with a belief that if I could just get... If I could just get to the place, if I could just get to the house of the Lord, if I could just get with a brother and with a sister that maybe has been pushed down before, that's had the life knocked out of them and beat out of them, if I could just get to the place and I could see my brother, maybe I could see Brother Burke and know some things that's happened in his life over his lifetime and he was able to make it through and so maybe I'm going through something that's similar or completely opposite of that but nonetheless I feel like it's an attack and I feel like it's something that is going on, that is messing me up, that's messed up my mind maybe, that's making me think thoughts that I shouldn't think, and I can come into a house and I can feel broken and I can feel like everything that can go wrong has gone wrong, and I come into the house and I see my brother who lifts up holy hands, who God a long time ago maybe delivered him or set him free or touched him. I'm using him as an example to not come with me, Brother Burke. Did you have one of them punchies? I thought you did. I know you did. You've been through some stuff, and then all of a sudden, a brother is here who's been through some stuff. And I'm going through some stuff right now, Brother Joe. And I don't know how I'm going to make it. I don't know how I'm going to do it. And then I see a brother. I come into the, yeah, grab him. And I come into the house, and all of a sudden, I come into this house. Woo, I feel something happening. Because now all of a sudden, I felt like I was carrying the weight of the world on my shoulders. And I come into the house, and there's other brothers (laughs) that have carried the same weight before, that have carried the same thing before that have carried the same worries, that have carried the same, you hear me right now, that has carried the same anxiety, that has carried some of the same illnesses, that's, that, 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 that has felt fear in the middle of the night that would perplex them so that they couldn't sleep. Brother Hunter, come on down here and join up with us. That would maybe make us feel like that we were not uh, able to do what God has called us to do and, and has put us in bad places sometimes. And Maybe you come in this room tonight and you're dealing with a report from the doctor. Maybe you're dealing with a report tonight that does not seem right, that does not seem fair. You're in good company tonight because there's people in this room that have received similar reports before, but they decided, ah, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. I'm telling somebody in this house tonight, there is a strength in this room. Huh? There is a power in this room. There's something that cannot stop. Brother Uzel, come up here with us right now. There's something that cannot stop. Oh, I said there's something that cannot stop. Oh, all of a sudden, you're not just walking side by side because of... So you feel like it's over. You feel like it's finished tonight. 
you feel like you can't do it. But you come in the house tonight. And if we could take the time of all five of these men right now and others that are standing and that are in this room, there's a witness in this house tonight that says you can make it. Sister Burke, step out here with me. There's a witness in this house that says you can make it. There's people in this room that have experienced loss, but I've come to tell you, it's not over until God says that it's over. Jeremy, go join those men right now. What bothers us sometimes when we're alone but I'm in the midst of a presence of God. (laughs) And with Him, anything, anything. Come on, join with us, brother. Anything. And all of a sudden, what I thought the enemy was going to do to me, you go ahead and take this as your cue in faith tonight that you got power to step out. You got power to speak things that are not as though they already are. I know we're going into a holiday week, but God wants to do the miraculous in your life. Oh, come on right now. Oh, we walk by faith and not by sight. We speak things that are not as though they are. We don't let a push here and a push there and a push here stop us from doing what God 